0: to AIJCast, a podcast featuring conversations and performances at the intersection of art, inspiration, and justice. I'm your host, Marthame Sanders. On this episode, part two of our conversation with Carlos Barbosa. Carlos is a slam poet and spoken word artist, and we got a chance to talk in the AIJCast studio. My background as a pastor and and faith is an important part of it for me. that leads me to these places of justice. And yet I could see the damage that religion has done, particularly in terms of what you're talking about, kind of this entitlement. Definitely. Right. Well, if God made man in God's image and using the word man, very particularly because <laughs> it excludes women, uh, but if God made man in God's image, then man has every right to everything that man wants. Exactly. Right? And it's this very conquering thing. And I know that religious themes are part of what, you use lyrically, um, part of being, is you, you, know, being someone of Mexican descent and growing up Catholic, I'm curious, let, can we talk a little bit about that religious dynamic in, in your work?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, I just think, uh, the way it pops up more than anything is just, uh, the misuse of religion. Yeah, I think, uh, I think religion in and of, in and of itself is uh, a powerful thing sure. and I've met many people who use it for good sure. and there's so much good that can be brought with it. But there's also a lot of, uh, you know, bad people who use it as a banner 100%. for their uh, bad opinions. 100%. Um, I recall a couple of years ago, uh, Jeff Sessions was uh, uh-huh. quoting Bible scripture uh, to justify putting
0: children in cages. Right, right, uh, right.
1: And it just makes no sense.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's all, And it's always the same verse. I,
1: I just get very <laughs> upset that the, the one they choose not to quote is... Um, uh, Love thy neighbor. Yeah, I, I think that's the easiest one, right? Yeah, like I think we could just go with that one, and everything else would be like fine.
0: Do you, Do you have a, a poem that kind of represents some of that critique?
1: Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, uh, I one of the things I like to discuss with religion is how sometimes it erases uh, other things. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, in Latino America, there were a lot of different idols and things that uh catholicism came through and kind of just like erased yeah and yet sometimes these things would pop up again uh and then be demonized by the church one of which being the um uh santa muerte which is the patron saint of death uh which is not acknowledged by the uh catholic church Mm. but uh it's one of those things that people incorporated into the religion Mm -hmm. uh, and it's one of these things where she was made to protect the people that the church didn't protect Mm. Uh, and i actually wrote this while i was supposed to be preparing for an event that had nothing to do with this (laughs) all right a list of things i do when i know i should be writing poems for events i am actually booked for number one literally anything else that's it that's the list thank you for coming to my ted talk number two Write new poems or bring off the setup of old poems. Number three, upping my anxiety levels by watching old episodes of MasterChef because damn it, I've grown to like Daniel, but if he does not get his souffle in the oven within the next two minutes, it will not rise and he will go home and he quit his job for this. Number four, take a bathroom break. Number five, take a nap break. Number six, take a snack break. Number seven, the snack break doesn't fill me up, so I take a Taco Bell break. Number eight, another bathroom break because of number seven. Number nine, take a break to scroll through social media. While scrolling through social media today, I came across a Channel 2 News article with the headline, Drug Cartels Worship Evil Idols, Making Them More Dangerous. And the only thing dangerous I could find was the fact that the actual article itself was only four lines of targeted propaganda. Another cement drop in the bucket that they will use to build the wall, spreading incorrect information on something they do not understand at all, the evil idol, La Santa Muerte, patron saint of death is ironically one of the few living testaments we have left of pre-columbian religions those that you may not be aware used to exist before they were defaced disgraced and replaced by colonists she's prayed to by those who would seek safe passage into death or protection from it she's become a patron saint of prostitutes and trans youths which must make the church sick to their stomachs because they have denounced her Saying that she is not a representation of the message the church has given, even though she is meant to protect those who existed before any religion, even though she protects those who are left out of the open arms of the congregation. The church denounced her because they believe between saints and sinners there should be separation, and let me be clear. I have no issues with those who practice the ideas of Christianity in and of itself. That will make me a hypocrite since I am a Catholic myself. My issue is with those who misquote the scriptures to further their agendas and pad their wealth those who pick and choose religious battles so finicky because they have paid the name of saint as blasphemy but have yet to do so with bigotry and to be honest that's what's really scary because you'll call me a spick on the same street you used to walk to your sanctuary you'll let people like just sessions justify putting children in cages after misquoting a few bible pages why is it that when you quote bible verses it's never the good ones like love thy neighbor it's because you only like the ones that fit your favor, the irony, that most of you say grace over the food and fruit of my people's day labor, and you still hate us. La verdad, no puedo entender cómo puedes odiar a mi gente todavía si nuestro labor te regala tu pan de cada día. Cómo puede ser que otro ser humano me puede llamar mojado si cree que en los ojos de Dios todos somos hermanos. I wonder if they realized Jesus was also an immigrant. I wonder if he were here today, would he be met with the same ignorance and indifference? When Jesus came out of the desert, he was met with open arms, while this year, children crossing the desert seeking asylum were met with pepper spray and firearms. What kind of visa do you need to get into the kingdom? Is heaven as all is hyped up to be, or is it like the land of freedom? Will I need a green card to cross the pearly gates, or is that wall tall enough to protect me from your hate? They told me once that God favors the meek. But when those in power invoke his name for hate speech, it makes me feel like he must have turned the other cheek. And my anger does not solely fall on the religious. And that's something that I must express because I am just as angry with this nation's press because they are equally at fault. A wise man once told me that misinformed news is equal to an armed assault, but they don't seem to care how much blood they spill with their ink as long as they get to shape the way that people think. So at this point, it's safe to say that Channel 2 News probably hates me too. And maybe this wasn't cool, and I may have made some enemies out of you, to which I say, Galatians 4.16, have I now become your enemy for having told you the truth? Religion is not to blame. Because, like I said, bigotry can be its own creed believed in by weak men, but know that you cannot make saints of yourselves by painting my people as demons.
0: Can I say amen to that? Yes. (laughs) Carlos Barbosa on AIJCast. We'll be back with more of our conversation in just a moment. But first, a quick word. As always, I encourage you to visit the AIJcast website, www.aijcast.com, which is where you'll find links to our artists, including their news, events, and products. I do want to highlight one particular event for you. The Theopoetics Conference is taking place in March, March 20th to 22nd in Chicago. Theopoetics is a discipline that works at similar intersections to AIJCast, particularly at the intersection of art and religion and culture. You can find out more information about the Theopoetics Conference as well as many other events at our website. Just go to AIJCast.com. And now, back to more of our conversation with Carlos Barbosa. It's interesting listening to you... uh, process that it it makes me think a little bit about how to me religion can be the source of its own salvation. In other words, I mean and I think that's part of what you're digging at is let's look let's look at Jesus and what he represented in order to really confront this religious bigotry and this hatred. In the same way that I saw in the the, the first poem the way that you kind of tracked back on yourself, you you put your own self in the sights
1: Definitely. Right. I, I think, I think you, I think you kind of have to, I think yeah. when, um, uh, when you're definitely, when you're criticizing a lot of things, you have to also put yourself in that scope, Yeah. Um, you know, because I have nothing to hide in this, you know, yeah. and that, I think that's the big thing that uh, some people get confused about when they're arguing about these things is they don't like to acknowledge themselves and what role they play in these things.
0: Right. I mean, that's what social media is, right? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I would give it up except, Yeah. Right. And then we just, we build this demon that we, that we live in ourselves. Yeah. What would you hope that your, your slam work would do?
1: Honestly, uh, you know, of course, I'd love to make money off it. Like, I'd love to, you know, uh, advance. Uh, I'm hoping to put out a book this year and Mm. I'd hope to do more shows, more events, anything. But more than anything, honestly, I just want to inspire more people. Mm. Uh, I think whether I am good or not, uh, it's fine by me as long as it motivates other people. Mm. Uh, if someone comes to a show and they're like, wow, that was amazing, I want to do that, I'm happy. Mm. Or if someone, you know, alternatively comes to a show and they're like, wow, that guy sucks. I could do it much better than him, even better. Uh, I think just encouraging more voices to come out and speak and do these things is, uh, you know, the highest form of praise I can receive.
0: Mm. I'm wondering if this moment that we're in right now where you know, I, the, the way I would put it is the injustices that we're seeing in American society are nothing new, but they're somehow more concrete than they've been of late.
1: I think, I think that's what it is. I think it's, I think these things have been happening, uh, for, you know, as long as time. Um, especially even with, you know, uh, Mexicans in this country, you know, you can look back into the the Mm twenties where, uh, you know, United States offered work to many people from Mexico and then once that was over, they immediately send them back. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, mass deportations with laws that were, you know, if you're the shade of brown, we're sending you back regardless mm-hmm. of who you are, where you were born. Um, I think just now people are just more bold. Mm. And I think it, it comes down to do with a lot of the, uh, the people in power. Sure. Uh, you know, certain presidents who uh, <laughs> feel free to speak their mind. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, you know, made people more, uh, you know, they, they don't care to hide it as much anymore. Yeah. I think, and I think that's what it is. I think now people are being very much open about how they feel, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a problem.
0: Well, and I wonder if that has led to an energy behind art like Slam that is finding voice in a new way and a new strength and a new power through this frustration and this anger and this this marginalization. Um,
1: I think, uh, you know, slam poets are now evolving with the times and it's just become more and more powerful. I think, uh, I think more than anything, they're giving us more material to work with. Right. Right. Uh, Yeah. There was a piece I wrote uh, during uh, the, not the world, last World Cup, but the World Cup before that, um, wherein uh, Mexico beat Germany. It was a big celebration. Mm -hmm. uh, While at the same time here is when they started putting people in cages and stuff like that. And uh, there were just so many parallels between the U.S. national team and the U.S. government Mm -hmm. that was going on that I was like, I have to write a piece about this. Mm. Um, uh, The U.S. team is one of the teams that's like given everything and yet still didn't qualify. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their position went to Panama, which I thought was like, wow, this is the only time I've ever seen like uh, immigrants taking American jobs. (laughs) Like actually, Uh, And, you know, one of the reasons for that was the coach was like, I want a very American looking team, Mm. Uh, which translated into, you know, white people. Wow. Uh, Wow. And yeah, and there were just so many different things. I'm just like, this is the exact same things that are going on. The reason why U.S. soccer is so bad is the same reason why the politics are so bad at the moment. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're giving us. Way too much material. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Place.
0: It would be nice if we didn't have so much material. It'd be nice for a break. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. How, how do you keep from getting exhausted? Uh,
1: you have to, you have to shut down sometimes. I mm. think, um, I, so the last piece I, I read, I was booked for an event that had nothing to do with that, mm. uh, right club here in Atlanta. Uh, one of my favorite events, uh, my word was, uh, you know, it's like two poets going against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one has a word. Uh, and you have to write like a seven-minute piece about the word. And my word was like, cool. Uh, and I was struggling to write about it. Yeah. And I came across a news article like I talk about in the piece. Yeah. And it just bothered me so much that I couldn't focus on writing anything else. Yeah. And I wrote that and I managed to convert it into that. But I think there's just so much going on. And you're always being pushed to this. That sometimes you just have to close everything out. Yeah. You just have to you know, shut off, get some radio silence, and just commune with people Mm. Uh, and i think the community is in Atlanta is very good for that Mm. where we can meet outside of poetry and be there for each other and just decompress and realize that the world isn't all terrible yeah
0: yeah if you had advice for people who are listening whether it's something that kind of comes out of your own experience or something that's been touched off by our conversation today what would it be
1: I think the biggest thing, and I think this is going to be very uh, cliche, is uh, just don't give up. Mm-hmm. I think um, uh, my my friends affectionately call me the bounce back king uh, because there are so many times in my life where I've stumbled, where I've fallen, and it's just the drive to keep going, the drive to bounce back always uh, ends up putting me in better positions than I was before. Uh, last year, I didn't qualify for Artemux Slam, and I thought maybe is not meant to be this year. Maybe I'm not going to slam at all. Uh, and then a few months later, not only did I qualify for Java speaks, I did a uh, Write club. I did an open mic, uh, feature. Uh, I helped, uh, be part of the ACLU's, uh, 99th anniversary, uh, performance, which was a huge thing. And I'm one of only like four poets who've ever done this with them. Uh, and so it's like, just keep going. I think, um, I think a lot of the poets in Atlanta who are successful are a testament to what can happen when you follow your heart, when you uh, you know trust in yourself. Uh, A lot of people don't do that, Mm. and I think it's weird. A lot of people will... um, You can ask just about anybody about their jobs and how much they don't like them. And you ask them, you know, hey, take this day off, take this day off. And they're like, no, I can't. They're like, I physically can't. You know, they wake up in the morning and they're like, I don't want to go to work, but I have to. And I get that. You need money. But if you put 50%, 20% of that investment that you do with work into yourself,
0: you can do amazing things, I think. Carlos Barbosa, thanks for being on AIJCast. Thank you for having me. Carlos Barbosa on AIJCast. You can find out more about Art Amok and Java Speaks on Facebook and on Instagram. And you can follow Carlos on Instagram at BarbosaSaur. That's B-A-R-B-O-Z-A-S-A-U-R. You can find links to all of those on our website and also in the notes for this episode. Before we close out this episode, here's one more poem from Carlos.
1: My friends tell me don't fall. Maybe it's because I'm tripping. My intentions are darker than the liquor I'm sipping. Someone asked me how I am doing. I tell them I'm terrible. My mindset goes from manic to mundane and the shift in pace is unbearable. They respond, oh, well, I appreciate the honesty. But honestly, they approach further conversation, so cautiously and vice versa. You see, as long as I am sober, I feel like I am made of gasoline, waiting for a lip match and this life to be over. I've been having dreams where I'm falling perpetually tumbling down for days through darkness yet i am not scared or afraid maybe i am heartless because i am so numb that i'm sure i won't feel it when i hit the ground and then i screech back into reality and thoughts abound i reach for my bottle and cigarette boxes because addictions can blossom like flowers in the darkest of nights in the deepest of hours i keep having a dream where i'm falling and while death is coming at 9.8 meters per second squared it feels more like destiny is calling my friends tell me don't fall i tell them they don't have to worry about that Because the only thing I'll do when I fall is bounce back. They ask me if I'll write about it. They know me so well, but I am so tired about writing of these L's. So in this one, we win. In this one, all the snaps and claps become baselines for battle hymns. In this one, it's not about the slams you win, but the people you reach. The points do not matter because no number can quantify the beauty of pulling butterflies out of your scars. In this one, home is exactly where you are right now. In this one, it doesn't matter who you love, even if they don't love you back because to love is a miraculous thing and there is nothing ugly about that. The universe will keep breaking your heart until you learn to keep that mother open. In this one, there is no more wishing or hoping because you have lived too long without love. These fears and insecurities are just another birdcage for you to break out of. In this one, we will fall, but we will bounce back. Because the only time people take L's is when they give up on themselves and you you have survived it all you are courageous brave and resilient so much more than you think you are beautiful magnificent and brilliant you are a fist full of coals with a smile full of diamonds you are cosmic beauty so know that even when it's raining out your star is still shining fun fact The human heart is worth about $400,000, and you've been giving yours out for free. The best part of your outfit is how you wear it on your sleeve, and that kind of generosity does not go unnoticed, poet, singer, artist, listener, whatever you are, you, star, you, are divine entity and cosmic grace. Don't ever let anyone make you feel out of place. You are not anti-matter, despite what they say, you are meant to take up this space. You will cry, but you will bounce back. You will have your heart broken, but you will bounce back. You will fall, but you will bounce back. You will learn how to smile and love and stand once you learn how to bounce back so go ahead allow yourself to fall and hit the ground it is part of the process you will not be letting anybody down in this one we will fall but we will always bounce back carlos
0: barbosa on aij cast on our next episode filmmaker kirsten kelly AIJCast is made possible through the support of listeners like you. We are grateful for the ways that you make our work possible. To find out more, go to our website, AIJCast.com, and click on the link that says Support. And we love to interact with you on social media. We are there on a number of platforms where our handle is AIJCast. That's one word, AIJCast. Our theme song is written and recorded by the band Marred Fame. Photography support comes from Ely at E-L-E-Y photo.com. And we are engineered, mixed, and produced by the somewhat cacophonous Al Mudif. Early on, Al adopted a very simple philosophy for any job that he takes. I'd love to make money off it. And I'm your host, Marthame Sanders, encouraging you to go and create some beauty of your own. Peace!